0: Hubhopper Originals. Hello and welcome to It's Cricket Show. My name is Hamid and I am here with the very latest episode of the Special World Cup Series. Today I have with me... A man who is very fascinated by recent results of the World Cup, Mr. Sahil Sheikh. Welcome Sahil.
1: Happy to be here.
0: So uh, Sahil, first up, uh, we saw just now uh, the match between West Indies and England. Uh, Any initial thoughts?
1: Yeah, just one team showed up today, uh, which will be England, even after they have uh, a couple of players getting injured, uh, not playing the whole match. still They won it with nine men. So yeah, Weston uh, is having
0: such a, giving such. So, so uh, for our listeners, could you explain what do you mean by nine men?
1: Jason Roy and Ian Morgan uh, got injured within, between the games. They didn't even
0: complete their 50
1: overs. Uh, and Morgan got injured somewhere around 30-35th over. Uh, he had a back spasm. And uh, Jason Roy at the start, uh, start of the innings only got injured. He had a side strain and has been told that it will take around 24 to 48 hours to know what exactly is the problem with him and if he will be continuing in this world cup or in the future games
0: so uh, during this time when he was uh, he went to dressing room i heard these stories as well as read on quick info uh, that uh, if a player gets injured and then does not take a field then uh, he doesn't get to bet above level seven or so do you know anything about that particular rule
1: yes uh, if you are not playing uh before one hour of the close of the innings if you are not playing for uh, last one hour of the close of the first innings then you are then you are not allowed to come at the uh, start of the betting uh, you can't bet uh, until seven down uh, and if you are not playing for around half an hour of the end of the first innings where you're fielding uh, then you can't play for one hour of the start of the second uh, second innings
0: but yeah so uh, we all thought that if uh, england if west indies would have. Managed to score at least two hundred and seventy or eighty or runs. That might be an issue, might be a niggle, but West England had some other plans. Chris Woakes uh, was uh, promoted and he kind of worked out.
1: The way England uh, West Indies bowled, I don't think so. If, uh, if uh, even if they had scored three fifty or three sixty, it would have been enough. It was uh, it was horrible bowling to say the least. The way they bowled, the Chris Woakes, the way they, they they took, they had six paces today. All were the paces, no spinner at all, and the page was pacey. And they just bowled half tracker after half tracker after half tracker. They they were getting punished for bowling short stuff, and they still went. They, it looked like they just had one plan to bowl at the heads of the batsmen. And when didn't it didn't work, they just carried on with that plan, and uh, they looked dead in their field. It didn't like dead in their batting, and they didn't like in the bowling. That's why I told just one team showed up today.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, th- that's that's interesting. Also, the fact that w- would it be fair if i say that west indies looked very demotivated when they were bowling Uh,
1: see there's the attitude with the west indies that's the reason they are lacking uh in last recent years four to five years that's that's where they are uh, very low at their game similar to the pakistan when they are winning matches they are high at their confidence they score 350s and 360s when they lose one match suddenly their confidence is nowhere nowhere to be found all the players their players are six six and a half foot and when thing is going on in their way uh, they have around 200 220 to chase uh sorry to defend it looks like they have already given up
0: so yeah so uh by now you listeners must have already realized that uh, west indies did not manage to win this uh, match by the description of our uh, of our uh about the match so uh, let me give you a brief up about what actually happened during the match West Indies uh, batted first. They were put into bat first, basically, and they managed a mere score of two hundred and twelve after a very shaky start. Gale scored thirty six runs, while Nicholas Pooran was the only batsman who scored half century, and he scored sixty three runs. Rest all batsmen never looked into the groove, nor they looked to plan. They were planning out to stay over there in the middle. So uh, I heard pretty interesting commentary. About this batting unit that they may be a good T20 side and the features of T20 sides are that they can win you ODI matches but not the World Cups
1: yes of course and their players um, I don't think so their players or many of their players are hundred percent they bowl two to three overs they look like they have bowled 20 30 overs they bat for a couple of uh, five to ten minutes and they, they they look very tired when when you compare under Russell as a player uh in betting uh when he came every time when he comes to bet uh he hits a six he gets injured he comes when whenever he comes to bowl he bowls two or three overs and then gets injured i don't think so no matter who wh- what kind of a player you are that that is kind of acceptable in such uh international format many players are waiting behind for the their opportunity many players have been sent home uh, and given. Andrew Russell has been given opportunity but uh, looking at his fitness it it's um, even Ahmad Shahzad uh, from Afghanistan I think so his fitness was good uh, looking at the fitness of Andrew Russell just bowled two overs he, he went off the ground just scored first six of the match and he was down on the ground and physio was on the ground so i think so he should be first dropped uh, he should look at his fitness, he's not, uh, yeah, we know that he's not 100%, but I don't think so, he's even 50%, so he should be at least 80%, he should be brought to his fitness, and then given some chance, then given some uh, domestic matches to prove his fitness, and then come here.
0: About the Carlos breath weight which they take, do you think they have got a wrong kind of Darren, Dwayne Bravo over there? I, um, it's,
1: it's, see the commands which i can give uh, i don't think so that will be appropriate looking at the carlos brathwaite's um, performance in the last couple of years since the innings against england in the t20 world cup he has been horrifying i, I was looking I, actually uh as a matter of fact i was looking his averages today he averaged 14 in udi he, he averages around 13 to 12 in t20s and he has not played just five or six matches he has played for around 35 40 matches he's been playing for ODIs and T20s for around 8 years now since 22 years of age he's been playing his bowling average is 45 in ODIs and 50 in T20s so I do, even, uh, do- uh, I even I- Chris Woakes batting average would be uh, greater than his batting average
0: that is definitely and the folks at guerrilla cricket mentioned that he is neither a good bowler nor a good batsman so he he definitely should not be a part of this the one cricketer that looked quite interesting in today's inning was Nicholas Puran and of course Shimron Hetmeyer. so uh, do you, so what this is what i feel in future the west indies should build a, a proper odi team around these couple of players
1: and yeah i think so the darren Brown is perfect match for that he has been the format he has he has a great experience of such format uh like chris Gill. he has been there for around for them for for a long time he has played this odi cricket he's not just a t20 player like other players which are
0: there so, so you're play. talking D- D- darren or duane
1: bro darren He darren he's not just a t20 player he can adjust like chris Gill. Um, he's not just a t20 player uh, like Andre Russell and the likes which we saw which we saw yesterday today in the previous game <clears throat> he can adapt he can bet well he can bet deep so I think so he should be a part of their
0: middle order all right then so let's talk about the English bowling lineup now this bowling lineup consists of some bowlers which can give any big team a big scare or a nightmare especially given the fact that you just look at their bowling lineup chris Woakes. Joffre Archer, Liam Plunkett, Mark Wood, who has battled all those injuries and come back, Ben Stokes, Adil Rashid was bowled as the 6th bowler, and Joe Root, who was actually a part time bowler, managed to grab 2 wickets. Although, admittedly, the 2 wickets were very silly and one was like literally very silly. But then, and especially given the fact that the wicket which I'm talking about is of Jason Holder. Who actually chased after a very wide delivery and got out? It was funny to watch. So, uh, admittedly, those were a bit funny wickets. But still, a part timer who comes seventh in the bowling rank can take out two wickets. And uh, Jofra Archer, who was almost on a hat trick at one point after taking out seventh and eighth batsmen. So, this bowling lineup really is something that India or other big favourites should watch out for.
1: Yes, of course, um, they have even they have a great bowling lineup uh, five paces who can uh, consistently smack at 140 145 and from those five paces two players who can come one down and two down today you saw uh, Chris Wokes coming one down and Ben Stokes coming two down uh, it's rare and that, that's uh, to have such players it's very rare you can't you, can, you can't you can see even one player in the team um, West Indies have been trying that uh, to do that they have three all-rounder Pacers but I don't think so yet. any one of them is a, a actual Pacer or actual bestman.
0: Would it be fair if we compare the all-rounders of, of uh, England and West Indies and say that fitness is the biggest difference that these two teams have?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, Ander Russell is obviously nowhere near the fitness which England Pacers have, nowhere near that uh, and even uh, Carlos Broadway he forget about the fitness his performance also nowhere near the players of the England so it, it will be unfair to c- c- compare such uh, players i think so they should drop one or two of the all-rounders western indies and take a genuine batsman or a genuine baller so that you have something when you go out there uh, you don't have players which are neither there nor there so yeah England ballers which we were talking about they still players like Jordan, Willy, such players are sitting out still so they have a great great bowling attack
0: Alright, so now let's move on to the batting of England who as uh, mentioned earlier in the show Jason Roy couldn't come out to bat, so Besto opened along with Root. Besto scored 45 runs and Joe Root managed to score the 2nd century of this World Cup in a World Cup the 2nd century and they are not even done halfway yet. Ben Stokes just came out for scoring 10. But guess who came out at one down? It was Chris Voges. A suspenseful, uh, very surprising, yet not that surprising uh, move from uh, Captain Oyn Morgan. Oyn Morgan uh, couldn't come out because of uh, a bit niggle and also Jason Roy. I was expecting Josh Butler to come out over there. But still, England team full of surprises. And any batsman, as uh, Sahil said just now, has the capability to go that long shot for (sighs) batting. In terms of uh, West Indian bowling, the numbers look very pathetic, although a replacement of Ashley Nurse, who was there today, um, he, Shannon Gabriel, who managed to take a couple of wickets. Apart from that, it was horrific. So um, England chased down the score in 33 overs. Um, so any final words uh, Sahil on this England side or in on this match and uh, on maybe on also tomorrow's match of Australia? Uh,
1: from today's match I think so West Indies can take only one uh, positive is this is that Chris Gayle can still bowl. Uh, uh, one thing that they can rely upon is he, he bowled today five overs, not just one or two overs, he bowled five overs and bowled with economy. So he can bowl. He's still available for them to bowl here. And uh, if they persist with going with five paces or six paces,
0: he he can be their your route
1: Yeah, if they persist to be with the five oh, five bowlers, five paces or six paces, he can come and chip in if any one of the bowler. As I said, uh, no one is fit over there. So they can, he can come and just bowl uh, finish up their overs. That's the only positive. Sri Lanka may may be uh, may remain like today or uh, one sided. But you never know uh, which Sri Lanka might turn up tomorrow. Uh, it's just like Pakistan. They are just like Pakistan. And uh, about Af- Afghanistan versus South Africa, Afghanistan, uh, South Africa have been de- have been defeated by uh, Bangladesh before. So you also never know which South Africa might turn up tomorrow. So it will be a great contest between tomorrow if there is no rain.
0: Yes, and we both will definitely be watching both these matches. Uh, at least we'll try to and give up a good long review for you on Sunday. We have exceeded our official time limit of 10 minutes, but that's okay given the fact that this week we have had many off days thanks to the Great Britain weather. And hopefully the weather remains well for the upcoming matches, especially the Big Fish match which is there on Sunday. Yes, yes, I did not forget to mention that. And you will get a short, juicy preview on Sunday's morning episode. Do tune in for that. For now, I thank Sahil for joining me in today's episode. Cheers, happy to be here. And that's it from today's show. Have a great cricketing day.